anything, anything else I got to say. Does anybody think have anything more to add? Because we got to get on to number two here. Gone once. Gone. Going, going, gone. Okay. Topic number two. Yeah, an hour. Just, I mean, we may have to, we may have to do a show just covering the elections and risk getting shot down or being demonetized or whatever just for having an exclusively political show as opposed to doing this. But we'll see. Hopefully we can keep it around two and a half hours here. Um, we're going to get into some of the, uh, we're going to get into more of the cultural stuff. Arch Warhammer. Now, Warhammer isn't as bad as Wizards of the Coast. For those of you who don't remember how bad Wizards of the Coast is, they're the guys who own TSR, who, they're the co- which is the company that came out with Dungeons and Dragons. They also own Magic the Gathering. Now, Jeremy Hembling was making a lot of noise because there were pedos being judges and referees at Magic the Gathering tournaments where there were a lot of underage boys and occasionally girls. And he kept making noise and kept making noise and kept making noise. And eventually what ended up happening is Hasbro had to step in because the Wizards of the Coast refused to do anything about it. Now, Arch Warhammer was the biggest criticism of Games Workshop. Now, Games Workshop, both of their main game systems, Warhammer and Warhammer 40K, are dark, extreme, and over-the-top. You know, there aren't really any good guys in specifically in Warhammer 40K. There aren't any good guys. I mean, the Imperium is bad enough. But the people that they're up against are even worse. Arch Warhammer had been very critical of them. Warhammer got so petty that they actually launched something legal against Arch Warhammer. And Arch Warhammer had to take the word Warhammer out of his YouTube channel. Now, obviously... You know, they have they haven't allowed him to have it back, but Arch has obviously got some very good business sense and I've listened to a lot of his content and he does good work. Now, Arch Warhammer got a gaming exclusive deal with hold on a second, I have to take a look here to bring it up. He got a deal with a oh crap, what the hell is it? What's it called? Uh, he got a game deal with a group called Dark Tide, and Dark Tide is also a rather dark, and it's definitely an adult game. You know, like it's not something I think you'd want a preteen playing. But it suits if you like Warhammer. Now, I like Warhammer. I just don't feel like spending tons and tons of money on paint and miniatures when I've already uh, got a shelf full of DVDs. Like, uh, I've got over a thousand DVDs. Nurby, I, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm just uh, chomping at the bit here. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I have to interrupt. Okay, um, you know what, Al? I'll let you. I'll let you go first, and then we can. Then we can. We can. Then we can jump in. Go ahead, man. If you know a lot more about Warhammer than I do, then have at her, man. Uh yes. Uh, in the future, there is only war. Yes, <laughs> a slogan of of the game. Yes, it's definitely something uh, of a concept. Uh, definitely far darker than a preteen should have uh as such as uh, myself at the time i had a 800 dollar uh army a collection at space marines i had orcs i had chaos marines i had dark eldar can i ask you uh, what uh, what imperial legion you chose to go with uh dark angels that's a favorite i've noticed I'm a I'm 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 more of a tra- I, if I was going to get a unit I would probably get what that it's it's not part of the lore but I like them they're called the Angry Marines but continue yes uh, the Angry Marine, Marines is, is fan fiction uh, it, it turned into a meme actually <laughs> uh, yeah I love the Angry Marines uh, yeah so uh, the, there is a lot of I mean, Games Workshop today, they have been through some things over the years, and they've had to get tough like this. They've had to... Uh, they've had to think like hardened businessmen. Uh, for example, uh, just the lore in itself. For example, in Warhammer 40k, you have four chaos gods... Okay, the the evil ones. Okay, uh, what a lot of people Horn, don't know: Flanesh, uh, Zinch, and uh, Nurgle. You are the only person I know that says it correctly. Zinch. <laughs> yes, uh, correct. But what people don't know is that there was a fifth chaos god named. Uh, Malal or Malal, I can't remember. Right, right. It's, it's Malal, uh, <laughs> and so yeah, there's this whole big thing about the ownership of that character because uh, the writers for it weren't with Gaming Workshop; they were just contracted. So there was a big what to do over the fifth chaos god and. And the course, it was just, it was a mess. So I think they kind of got a little petty and, and kind of brought them back anyways as malice, as you just said. <laughs> it's a great concept. Uh, uh, anti, uh, chaos, chaos god that destroys the other chaos gods. Definitely a great concept. But yes, very dark, very, uh, I mean, it's, it's like... If you're a fan of old war movies, and you're also a fan of really bloody, gory horror thrillers, then Warhammer 40k is your thing, because it's supernatural, demonic entities versus super soldiers with high-tech equipment. So it, it, it's something that <laughs> it's the height of imagination. I love the audiobooks. I, I love. Uh, I, I used to play 
the actual game, of course. I, I had only a couple of friends around me that I could afford to play it. Uh, not that my family was rich or anything. I just saved up a lot of my lunch money <laughs> to go and buy these little miniatures. Uh, yeah, so... Um... And I thought not, not, not to, but I mean, yeah. Look, what happened with Arch Warhammer is that he got this gaming exclusive. Now, Arch Hammer is filled the same niche in the Warhammer with Games Workshop that Jeremy Hambling had with Games with with the Wizards of the Coast in in Magic: The Gathering. And yeah, they they went after him, and then he got anyway. Yeah, he got and and they just and like games journalists are just spurging out. Because a gaming company that's got an adult-themed game would go with a guy who was certainly not willing to step on some toes. Uh, v, do you have an opinion on it, or do you know even know anything about that? Uh, to be quite honest with you, I don't know too much about that. <laughs> but yeah, I like the lore. I... Uh, yeah, no, I just have a limited amount of money. I just didn't have, I just didn't have have the time or the space or the money to be putting time and energy into miniatures. Although there was a mutual friend of ours, Rearson in Bath, who had a fairly large Chaos Army, but it was Warhammer, not Warhammer 40k, that he liked to play. I believe that was Dave. Dave or Kale? Kale liked to play it as well. Remember? Well, don't do it. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I burned that bridge with Kale way back when, and I just kind of exploded because I was a little bit late, but no, I remember Dave was into it. The Templars were the only faction that I had any sort of interest in, and I was a subdivision or a, um, <clears throat> a split of the Space Marines. But looking back at that now, it kind of means that I could be somewhat Masonic in my preferences, I don't regardless of how, how we want to look at it. Um, so, basically, enough people are getting their, their panties all bunched up. It Those panties go from boxers to female to something that congeals and just enters the goes up in through the out, goes in through the outdoor and has its way with you. Yeah, I'll leave that as a visual. You can let everybody else. You can see where I'm going with this one. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> if you're going to be upset at something, I suppose, fine. You have to be upset over something like this. Well, let me just, I mean, just stop and think about it. I mean, the idea with cancel culture is that you excommunicate this person and they never come back. Mm -hmm. And the problem that these people don't seem to get is that there are alternatives. There are, there are there's, for someone for someone to go elsewhere besides be part of. But I I object. We don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, it, it's you know, a case I mean, of and thanks thanks to what's happened recently. Hmm. There's now. I mean, I and I said this. I said this too. I've said this in the last two, two shows. I'm going to say it again. I mean, I'm not going. I'm like until I get my two groups, the three groups that I run on Facebook back. You know, I'm posting up on all the alternative sites, and I'm probably going to be moving over to BitChute. Hmm. 
at some point I'm going to be transferring my stuff over here. Uh, you know, I'm actually getting more hits. In fact, I could probably go take a look right now and find out. I think I'm, I, I, I didn't just go past 500 today. I blew past it. Like I'm, okay. I'm a couple over okay, right now. Yeah. So it's like, I'm actually doing better now without Facebook than I was before. And this is the same thing, right? They're getting really pissed because their cancel cult, the prudes that run the cancel culture are not. They're not the gatekeepers anymore, and they never will be ever again, as long as the internet is up, right? Um, continue, though, Rearson. Well, I, there's really not much more that I could say on this whole topic, because, one, I honestly don't care. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I, okay, no, it, it gets better. It gets better. I'm going back to playing KOTOR, KOTOR 2, which is the one I'm playing right now. Uh, between my son and myself, I mean, shit. I've gone back to Diablo, um, I have the Beholder, you know, all of this crap that's going on now with, <clears throat> well, you have to do this because of this and because of this, and Cyberpunk 2077 and Fucking whatever else. I'm sorry, folks. I don't give a flying fuck at best. I really don't. If I can stay out of your... And what I mean by your is the... <clears throat> the millennial... The Gen X, Gen Y, Gen... I don't... Take your... Take your freaking pick of the SJW generation. I don't... I don't <laughs> Have I given a fuck? No. Am I going to give a fuck? No. Behold the field and you see that it's burning. I have less than or equal to zero fucks given. I don't care. I really honestly don't care anymore. I'm going back to a time when games were written and built on a storyline. It may not have been the best storyline that's out there, but you know what? All this inclusivity and transgender and well my inning needs to be an Audi or my Audi needs to be an inning. Don't do that kind of crap. Go ahead. I'm not going to stop you but at the end of the day, as I said before and I'll say it again, your DNA of crime scene means I'm looking for either XX or XY. Kevin needs to be Korean or Stephanie needs to be Steven or Billy is Billy. That one didn't quite work out very well, but maybe Robert needs to be Roberta or, or whatever it was, or Michelle needs to be Michael. There's times we can say the worst in the world. <clears throat> I don't care. I've cut my older games through GOG. I'm happy to stay with my game, older games with GOG. Yeah, they're not the greatest. The graphics aren't the best, but you know what? For its time, it was well, well enough written. Nobody cared. This was the storyline. This was what the, what the plot was. You either bought it or you didn't. That's it. End of day. So people want to get their males that kind of act female. Probably have elevated levels of estrogen in your body because of... Or whatever else. You know what, guys? If you're going to have your fucking period over this, you know what? 
go ahead, do it. Whether that has to be some sort of a sex toy that has to be inserted where it shouldn't be, I'm not going to ask any questions. In fact, I don't want to know. If that turns you into being more female because it's going to make you feel better at the end of the day, you know what? Go for it. Talk yourself out. I don't care. And I really don't. I know what works for me. I want games that are going to be offline, games that are not MMO. And I'm happier than the proverbial pig and shit. So, hate me, love me, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I, am, I am done. Oh, my God. Back to you. I need another beer. <laughs> well, if I may, uh, uh, <laughs> just, uh, well, I mean, I'm actually going to, I had plans. <laughs> I got to it yet, but uh, uh, at the beginning of this year, I was going to get back into Warhammer 4 k myself. Uh, <clears throat> and I, I know, yeah, it's expensive and all that, but uh, there are ways around that. And, uh, well, I have two words for you. A 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. And that has actually become a big thing uh, with, with all of the miniaturized games, not just Warhammer 40K. So, uh, you know, there's been discussion, oh, that hurt sales and, and hurt uh, them making money. Well, no, not really, because they've actually kind of inflated the prices. <laughs> and so... Fantasy, uh, fantasy, fantasy flight games, too. There, there's enough... 3D printers for your X-Wings and TIE Fighters and whatever else that's out there as well, too. So, I get where you're coming from, Pete, but please, continue. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, 3D printers. Uh, but yeah, I, once again, like I said, there's this huge debate that was going on about uh, about that cutting into uh, GW's uh you know, money, if it cut into their, their profits, and you know, there's a study done that it's not because people are still buying the codexes. The books are actually making more money than the figurines themselves, and the prices on the figurines have gone up. So, they're actually making about the same amount of money uh, as before the three printer uh, craze was around, so or had started. So I, I'm not gonna feel guilty. <laughs> and like I said, I, I had an $800 set when I was a kid. I no longer have it, but I, I'm not gonna feel guilty about doing a few uh, <laughs> prints here and there, just to uh, reminisce about the old days. <laughs> I am going to step in here to say that I actually had a Warhammer set. It was Return of the King, and it was the um, it was the city. And I can't remember the left of me where um, Sean Bean's character was from. Um, shit, Gondor? No, not Gondor. No, it was Gondor actually. Rohan. Oh, well, yeah, no, it was Gondor. Yeah, it was Gondor. That's the only real set that I've actually owned from 
games workshop. I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> the work to put into it to, to paint them all, the wall looked nice, and you know everything else. Yeah, I, I would have done it. Yeah, I just don't know how to it. But anyway, but yeah, it, it, it's a case of could have, would have, should have, give it a shit. Oh, alright, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom right now. Enough of that. I'm done. So, uh, V, before we move on to the next topic, I take it the Blood Angels were your uh, favorite uh, Imperial Space Marine group? Uh, Dark Angels. Dark yes. Angels, yeah, Dark Angels. Uh, your favorite Chaos Marine faction? Uh, I would say the Thousand Sons. I like Ooh, the uh, idea nice of... choice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chaos Sorcerer Army. Uh, Magnus the Red. <laughs> he really screwed the pooch. I, oh, I yes, he story did. Arts. Yes, he did. <laughs> okay, my personal of the official lore, the Angry Marines are my favorite faction overall, obviously. Um, but my favorite uh, favorite one in lore are the Salamanders. Oh, yeah. There you go. They're the Salamanders, and my favorite uh, Chaos group, and I like them because, you know, they, it's not like they chose to be that way. They were just never getting any respect from the Emperor, because they were always given the shit jobs in the first place. The Iron Legion. Yes. You know, they just, I mean, it was like they just never got any respect. Like, the, the Emperor just kept giving them the shit jobs all the time. And, uh, you know, I really can't, I can't remember the name of the, the Patriot, the uh, the name of the, uh, the guy who was the head of the Iron Marines, but I really couldn't blame him for going over, for turning over to chaos. That's it. Um, we need to move, we need to keep moving here. So we're gonna go on to the we're gonna go on to the Hollywood stuff now. Because there's a fairly big Hollywood section tonight. And we are going to start out with, and here let me just timestamp this. We are going to talk about Time's Up. Now, this charity came out just after the Me Too movement. And I mean they made a big hullabaloo and they they James Franco was one of the big. They they tried to they tried to go after James Franco, and it turned out to be a huge nothing burger. Well, as it so turns out, there they claim they helped some actresses and some some people deal with some sexual harassment, but the overwhelming amount of money in their charity went to throwing posh events in more fundraising. They didn't actually, there are chair. there's one of the charities, White Ribbon was another one down in Australia that was really bad for doing this. They, there were a charity that didn't really do any charity work or did very little. Kids Wish, not Make-A-Wish, Kids Wish is another one that's like that. Um, but I mean, in this particular case, Given the track record of Hollywood, I can't really say I'm all that surprised. Um, 
I'm because I mean Johnny Depp is the name, and we're going to be covering a story involving Johnny Depp. Oh wait a second, I got three and four mixed up. Oh well, it's too late now. We're doing we're doing uh we're doing a Hollywood charity first. Nothing, sorry, Wearson. I don't know why I didn't why I didn't miss that YouTube one, but uh, the uh, the whole thing. No, that's fine. It's just a sham. This, sorry, this is the direction I wanted to go in anyway. So yeah, keep going. The whole the story with the 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 whole charity was just a sham, and I mean, considering everything else that's coming out of Hollywood right now, I really can't say I'm all that surprised. I'm just going to also point out here that of the four people that stepped forward around Me Too and tried to capitalize on it, three of them were discredited over the next 12 months. One of them for basically sexually harassing her, her male underlings, one on drug charges, and another one, I think, I'm trying to remember if she was a liar, the only one that didn't get taken down was Ashley Judd. And... Uh, you know, and we've already covered and Helen DeGeneres was also a fairly big supporter, and we did a story on her a couple months ago about how there was a, just tons of sexual harassment going on on her workplace by both her and her underlings. So, you know, when it comes to charities now, I mean, it's sort of like apparently... This is this is the suggestion I'm going to take whenever it comes to a charity from now on, right? That there are there are agencies out there that rate charities. I would suggest that you go to them first. I'm going to bring up a classic example of how an organization can just get completely corrupt. And I'm not just talking about the Anti-Defamation League or the Southern Poverty Law Center which once upon a time actually did good work. But the one I'm going to talk about is Greenpeace. Now, Green, my brother worked in the, worked in the timber pulp to worked in the timber industry in BC for most of his life. And he pointed out some rather odd indiscrepancies around Greenpeace and who they protested and who they didn't and whatever. And they're, they're, organization has also come under a lot of scrutiny over the years. I met one of the original founders of Greenpeace. Like, one of the guys who was actually... Because Greenpeace started out in B.C. It was a bunch of hippies in the basement of a house in East Vancouver. That's where Greenpeace got started. Um, when they got to corporate... When they got to Greedy, they moved their offices to Toronto. But, I mean, he told me that he left the organization because it started becoming more about raising money than it did about actually caring about the environment and animal rights. PETA, well, actually, no, PETA started off bad in the first place. But, I mean, again, to quote Rearson here, I want to be surprised, but I'm not. You know, I'm beginning to wonder if there's actually a humanitarian organization. Because, again, Amnesty International was one I used to also believe a lot in. And Amnesty International 
seems to think that only women are being oppressed and killed in mass in the third world. They don't even want, it seems like they just seem to like think that the boy, that men in the third world, the moment they're born have 60 skillion dollars and a gold plated shitter in their accounts. The moment they're born, which is just not the case. Um, Disappointed, not surprised. The more we go down this, and more we go down this lane with Hollywood, the less and less and less I want to go down that route. That's all you got to say. V, you're up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is not my area. I will say that much. I don't know. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to give me uh, specific questions on this one. <laughs> I mean, I, Hollywood. You, the, and, <clears throat> okay, the, the, perhaps maybe I should step in on this one. Oh, please, with, go ahead. <laughs> a, little, a little bit outside of our protocol. All right. So, <clears throat> from what I watched from the Jeremy Hamblin the quartering, is that Time's Up had garnered three to four million dollars. I can't remember what the exact number was. And those pretentious female vulgar badges, I'll leave it at that for now, had burned through most of their capital within the the first year. You apparently need to hold on to a boat you need to allocate about 25% of your capital towards legal fees, um, appearances, travel expenses, whatever you want to call it. Did these twents understand that concept? No. In fact, if anything, they have seemed to understand what it, what, you need to, what do you need to do to fail? Well, I'm going to give myself this much and... Uh, Hollywood celebrity type number, recognized in game number A, or letter A, you can do this, and B, you can do that, and C, you can do that, and D, you can do that. Or, sorry, C, U, next Tuesday, <clears throat> C, U, and T. So, what they had been able to garner or gather initially has <clears throat> been. Hey, do you see that? Do you see that for five cents over there? Yeah. You know what? Let, let, let's go over there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Rich, what are we going to do? Drop your pants, we're going to pee on it. Oh, oh, okay. That sounds like a good idea. You know, the electricity flows backwards. And before you know it, <laughs> you're getting shot shorted you're getting a, a, a pain through the most intimate part of your body now for us that would be a stupid dare because we're going to be you know we're, we're going to be pissing on electrified fence electricity will find the fastest way back to you or back to the ground or whatever the case may be with these females what they've been able to do is to burn through whatever capital they were able to fundraise at first, go through it, and then not 
actually do what they were supposed to do, which was to deal with people that could have dealt with, <clears throat> in essence, the casting couch with the likes of Weinstein. No, I might be reading this wrong, but that's what I've come to understand. Yoroki, am I correct? Um, about what? About pissing through all of their, <clears throat> all that was given to them on the preemptive high level of importance because I'm a whammon and somebody like Weinstein just kind of said, hey, baby, zip. And oh, oh well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, yeah. we've discussed Weinstein before. I mean, mm -hmm. and by the way, versions of the casting couch exist in almost every city with a film community. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, 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 as they will and as they should, pardon me for saying this, but if you're young and fertile-looking enough and if you have that proper hip-to-waist ratio, as redundant, this has gone along good, as we've talked about as well, too. <clears throat> if I was in a position of power, would I abuse it? Yeah, I, I would. Sorry, well, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, there, I think, I believe there is at least two or three women who, who after me, including, by the way, Rose mm. McGowan and Ashley Judd, whose careers took off after they, they gave had to, after they gave her to get ahead. Yeah, although Ashley Judd has never admitted it, Ashley Judd has a track has, has a track record, and it should be duly noted that Ashley Judd is currently she was never able to hold on to a guy. Right, her the one guy she did get married to, Dario Franchini, eventually left her because she didn't want to have kids, oh. and Dario did, and did yeah. with his next wife. Oh, so, so some basically some white ass crazy bitch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean Casey. there's a, there's okay. a there's a Fair. video on my on my uh, YouTube page of me. Tearing Ashley Judd a new one, I, and it was so extensive that I had to actually break it into two parts. It's actually my most viewed video. It's got like seventeen hundred views. Actually, I did. We actually did go into that. If I'm not mistaken. Well, anyway, regardless, <clears throat> the Me Too movement, the Times Up movement, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, these fake twenty feminists <clears throat> can see an opportunity to cry, whine, bitch, and complain with or without the Red Wings <clears throat> about male suppression or the, the patriarchy or <sighs> take your pick of whatever's, whatever's placing a woman off in Hollywood. It's a tough thing right to be. Here's the, they talk about the wage gap. Here's <clears> the <throat> tough thing to realize. According to their logic, uh -huh. men are losing a dollar for every sixty-seven cents that women are losing at the moment. Oh, okay, so is that before... apply their logic straight? If you want to lose, you want to apply their logic straightforward. That's exactly what's happening right now. <clears throat> okay, so then by that logic. Every male porn actor should be making the same as every female porn actor. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Are they going to talk about that? Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> talk about that. 
<clears throat> enough of them to make sure our closet lesbians or whatever the case may be. And secret closet one carpet munchers. I don't care if we're ready to demonetize or we're gonna kicked off of YouTube anyway. So I can go whole hog just like actually Doug Judge did or you know, Oprah or the other <clears throat> The other useless female celebrities that, that jumped onto the um, that jumped onto Times Up, but you know, fine, whatever. <clears throat> oh my god, man, I'm becoming more and more big tell as every day goes by. I'm actually, no, I'm not gonna apologize for that. that. That's just where I'm headed towards, anyway. Regardless, there's a point in time that I think that a celebrity has to say, you know what? I'm just pretty fucking stupid. Kind of Chris Evans. And I should just keep my mouth shut. Not necessarily with cock or with cunt, but I should just keep my mouth shut and just stay out of politics. It would make sense. But that's not Hollywood works. But I'll leave it at that. Did you... <laughs> Now that we have destroyed this narrative, do you have anything to say there, right? We're closing thoughts, V. <laughs> oh my God! I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, please. <laughs> this, this is something that I—I <laughs> I don't know. I, I clearly—I uh, <laughs> don't dabble into very much. I mean, I'm, I'm more. <laughs> political, military, but uh, the Hollywood scene, thing about the whole Hollywood scene, it's it's very pantheon, and it, it, <laughs> you have the Illuminates that uh, <laughs> they want to assemble all these people before us, and I've noticed that, yeah, they want us to worship these people, these, these puppets, and they, they have this ultimate control even over the pantheons that we are supposed to worship. And, and that's what really gets them off. Uh, <laughs> you know, they'll a social engineer, you know, uh, actor and actress getting together and they'll social engineer them being torn apart. Uh, these people, a lot of them really don't have a lot of control over their, uh, uh, their romantic lives or their friendships. That's that to say. Hmm. Yep. So, yeah, um, I think we're going to end this topic and we're going to move on to number four. Uh, number four is kind of interesting because it was actually supposed to be number three. Hold on a second here. Uh, we're going to talk about... Hold on a second. We should be okay, going yeah. uh, We're talking about YouTube insulting. Now, you would figure, I guess, I mean, because we will be covering YouTube a lot next week on next week's show. Uh, the whole thing about uh, about YouTube is that YouTube, instead of just shutting up and just like letting Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. They decided to go and take the PC Native American approach. And don't get me wrong, right? There were some fairly significant atrocities 
that happened to the Native American population. But I can tell you, I mean, literally every Native guy that I work with celebrates, goes and has Thanksgiving with his family, for the most part. Like, you're talking about that same... And by the way, they have actually tried... I mean, one of the most hilarious things that happened to me on Facebook, and this was a couple of years ago, was a white guy telling me that I wasn't native enough because I dared to question the narrative about the Keystone pipeline and that whole all that all that concern about the that by the way this this pipeline didn't even run through the reservation. They were just downstream from where the pipeline crossed over. What you talking about, boy? Oh, sorry. You know, and it's sort of like, no, they're just doing it for the money. Well, how dare you? You're a native. How aren't you taking it? I said, I don't take the side with somebody because he happens to have the same ancestry as me. I take the side of the person that I feel is right. You know, um, you know, and it's like, uh, you know they could have, they could have, and they came out with this. Uh, they came out with this on Thanksgiving thing, and they just got literally. They didn't post it up at their. They didn't post it up as a video because they just got absolutely destroyed on Twitter for posting up the on Thanksgiving poster and trying to make everybody feel bad because somebody's ancestors may or may not have taken land or appropriate land or whatever from natives four or five hundred years ago. You know, I've I've done a care I've done some careful research into this and my one conclusion and trust me, natives get mad and so do so do African Americans when you tell them this that the people who did all those atrocities to the Native Americans two or three centuries ago, yeah, they're all dead. All of them. Now, in the case of the residential schools, yes, in the case of the residential schools, which is also something of a serious issue, because it affected my grandparents on my dad's side. Um, Those people are still, some of those people are still alive. But I mean, the slave owners back during the Civil War, the people who took who appropriated all that land from Native Americans on the east on the eastern seaboard, those people, yes, and, 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 and any of the PC prude crowd that happens to be listening to this, they're all dead, all of them. All right, blaming anybody who's white for something that happened way back when is a is a complete waste of time. And V, you're up. <laughs> well, <laughs> being someone who is African and Native American, uh, I would say, well, you know, my heritage wasn't something too talked about uh, as I was growing up, but... I, I was let known 
some basic things and not to let any white people tell me differently. And so there, there was there was a bit a sense of a identity that had to be put in me, and the rest was left up to me to to find out and, and to research and, and feel for for myself. But uh, yeah, I, I feel as though I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, white people uh, committed a genocide. Oh, they did, absolutely. Okay, so, so, is, uh, is, that a, is, that, is that a joke? What's the punchline? Is that something new? <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing, thing about that. I mean, when it comes to committing genocide... And that's not exclusively the domains of the whites. One some of the biggest murderers in history were the Mongols, and those guys are Ori, those guys are Asian. And oh, and let's not let's not also forget some of the the wars that were taking place between the Native American tribes in North America, which were going on even before the whites arrived. But continue. Well, <clears throat> I, I'm not going to dispute other cultures have had their wars and whatnot, but uh, there's a pattern that has emerged within. I'm just going to leave it uh, bland here because I'm not trying to get racial; it's just historical facts. Uh, there's a certain group of people who have a pattern of invading an area. Taking over, uh, uh, absorbing the culture, washing it away, putting their names on the history, and then they move into another area, and they do it, it's rinse and repeat as they spread around the globe. So there's a lot of people who don't know their history, a lot of people uh, that have been disenfranchised who have had their identities taken away from them because someone else has unjustly and, uh, and wrongfully has claimed their culture and history, not accrediting anybody uh, what they actually uh, have done, who they are. So that's my... Uh, dive into that one. Uh, <laughs> I had a father who was quite militant, and uh, there, like I said, uh, there was some, he was actually ex-military, but uh, there, there's some things like that. It's just, I was told just to be sure, to know your history, don't don't let anybody take from you. And, and oh, oh, yeah, I had, I had family members like that, too. Right, because, I mean, even... Uh, my father and and just going through the what information we had and then looking at the history books. I mean, uh, people want to look down on you know African Americans. You know, the, oh, you know, poor slaves and yada yada. yada. But uh, truth of the matter is that you know there were, as you would understand there are wars going on over in Africa and uh, that actually supplied a lot of the, uh, the prisoners of war uh, supplied a lot of the uh, western slave trade with, with 
you know, fresh meat, as they call it. Oh, oh, there's a rather interesting. There's, there's, a, there's a history. There was a, there was an empire in around Mali and Timbuktu, which was actually fairly at its peak, which ironically enough was just shortly before Columbus discovered America. Uh, they were actually they were pretty they they just fell apart. Ironically enough, they you want to know who ended up conquering them? The Barbary, the Barbary, the the the, the Moroccans. They hired a bunch of they hired a bunch of Spanish mercenaries to supplement their own army, and they just went in and just conquered the place. But it was done. A lot of people think that was done by the Spanish. No, the Spanish were just the mercenaries that got hired. But the Barbaries were some of the worst were some of the worst slavers out there. Yes. Uh, absolutely true. Uh, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> well, I, I'll finish up what I was saying there. Uh, so a lot of the uh, people brought over to the uh, to, to the West, over to the Americas, were of uh, royal descent. You had uh, scientists and, and engineers and pol- politicians, uh, <laughs> well, war leaders. So, I mean, you had the upper class brought over to the Americas. Uh, there were several prince uh, uh, and kings, actually. Uh, and you, you got dig and dig and dig and find the stuff. But uh, I've actually traced my lineage to, you know, I, I, I love how a lot of these uh, Caucasians today, they say, oh, why? I'm the 44th grand niece of Charlemagne. Okay. Was it somebody? Was it one of was was it, was it one of the Mali royal houses? Because a lot of the slaves came out of that area. Uh, well, that was the area that got conquered by the barbers, and that's where most of the most of the slaves from Africa came uh, from. That particular region. Not 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 my bloodline in particular, but uh, you're absolutely right. But so, and that is the reason why Islam had. Uh, spread throughout the uh, black populations in, in in Africa because uh, a, a Muslim kind well, I mean, yeah that that particular empire so, was acting like a bulwark against the Islams against well, the Muslims right well but, but what I'm saying is that's the, the reason why Islam spread throughout the black populations because uh <laughs> A Muslim cannot enslave another Muslim. So there was something rather uh, adopted quickly. Uh, so uh, that makes you sense. Saw a lot. Yeah, you saw a lot of, of black Muslims uh, who, you know, with, with the Moors and, and all that. You know, anybody else can read the rest of that history. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're you know we're kind of also getting off the topic here. We're specifically talking about YouTube and on Thanksgiving. Um, well, I was going to make my way back around to that. So, okay. Uh, I, I so I generally I like to celebrate uh, what other people like to celebrate. I mean, I don't do holidays personally. If I don't have family around, I don't have friends around. It's like, oh, wonderful. I take off my shoes and, and, you know, do some research or play a video game, whatever. But 
I love it when I have a chance to sit down and experience the people's culture. Uh, you know, being here in Poland is, is great, and just sitting down. And I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about uh, someone else's culture. I don't speak at a term. I let them talk to me. If I know something, I already know. Then fine. I, I don't. I don't typically express that, but you know, I try to be accepting of it and appreciative of them. So. I think that's sort of the attitude people need to have. And I, YouTube, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not quite sure. I think I missed the link there. What they have to do with it. Uh, you can bring back. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, it was, it was, they posted up at an on Thanksgiving. An un-Thanksgiving. Thing. In the end, in the, in the whole, that whole victim culture. But, and, oh, okay. and, you know, there's, there's a faction so you know you and I both know this group there's a faction inside the Native American community that just want like they want to be victims and they use Thanksgiving as an excuse to grandstand and YouTube indulged them this year rather than just simply wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving which is probably what they should have done you know well, Which, that's sort of like the same main vein of uh, people just offended by everybody else's culture. You know, uh, happy holidays. They're trying to get that to replace Merry Christmas. So, I mean, uh, that, that's been going on for uh, quite some time. I mean, the, the push to become secular, the push to become uh, assimilated, and everybody has to agree to the same thing. Well, I don't, I don't think that's right. At no, all. I don't either. But yeah, I'll let the floor back. Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, I gonna, yeah, I was going to say, is it about time for me to step in on this one? Okay. Um, <clears throat> gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, XXXY, XYXX, whatever you want to call yourselves. I don't care anymore. I honestly had no idea about the being black and Native American, indigenous, take your pick of however you want to define him. Didn't know, didn't care before. I assumed he was white. No offense. But I sure as hell don't care right now. So that being said, for me, what this can be, came up to was um, YouTube insulting the traditions that we have had in the West, or at least specifically in North America, in the country of where your corporation is born or came out of. Was ah. this some sort of an offense from fourth wave feminism? I, I, I really don't honestly even know what to say at this point anymore. When I was looking at the topics that Miroki had posted, I was looking at, at times up for being fraudulent. And then for me, looking at it this way, is like, well, YouTube installed Thanksgiving. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, fuck, what else, what else are these people not? What are, what are they else not capable of doing? So I needed to set up the narrative for times up for being fake, phony, and false, fraudulent, whatever you want to call it. And then YouTube kind of goes, hey, come here. Come here. Yeah, the whole thing about Thanksgiving is that. It's fake, phony, and false. But, you know, that was, that was my right hand hitting me. 
Now I'm going to come up with my left hand here for use six lines it because I'm going to imagine that it's going to be for other reasons as well. So for myself at the end of the day, given the overreach that YouTube has been doing on everybody and everything that doesn't conform to their internal policies that we just have to suddenly react to. Everybody go, oh my God. The YouTube gods and goddesses have said we can't, sorry, goddesses and gods, demigods, have, you know, we can't, I can't say this, that, the other thing. Okay, fine. Um, there was one schmuck that I had the opportunity of talking with about the coof, shall we say. And I said, you know, you, you can't contain the virus. He's just Look at this. What's on my face? I'm looking at kind of going, oh, you fucking dumbass. Can I get you a, a nose ring? Because really, you're, you're, yeah. Okay, sure. Let's go with that. But let's also go with what Dr. Fauci has said as well, too. Is that there's a problem with the PCR test, with PRC test. You know, you know, take your pick of what else is going on in the world right now. So... <clears throat> You can follow the narrative. You can allow yourself to be corralled. You can you can allow yourself be, to be corralled into that narrative, into that state of mind, or you can basically flip the bird and do or say what you have to do or say to get yourself out of that state of mind. So, for me, anything at this point from YouTube, I don't. I really honestly don't care anymore. I really don't. Anything that comes out of Susan Wojcicki's mouth is also just be coming down the ass of Sindar Pichai or whoever's going to replace him to her brother-in-law that was one of the two co-founders of YouTube or sort of Google. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. Take your pick. Once you get up to that level of, shall we say, quote, accountability, this is the official line. I don't really care that you don't you don't like it. Tell the line, and we'll find somebody else to do it for you. So, am I right? Nah, maybe not. Am I wrong? Nah, I don't think I am. <clears throat> so, <coughs> take that however you will. The whole thing with Thanksgiving and when the white settlers came to North America, again, to find this whole other world, as I understand the story, is that we had superior technology. We were looking to trade with whatever tribe, nation, you want to call it, that was, well, okay, we'll give you guns. Okay, we need fur pelts to send back to Europe.
listening to Real Talk. Good night to everybody on RBN. Uh, that's the end of our two-hour segment. Uh, join... Uh, 